Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melody Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Week with a very special lineup. Mel Trasina is here to talk showbiz. Plus, we're joined by co host of the great Australian Bake Off comedian and YouTube superstar, Natalie Tran. Natalie Tran is here. <laughs> Plus, co host of the project and super sports fan, Georgie Tunney, joins us <laughs> to chat through a big week in the world of sport uh, the Ashes, the men's and women's state of origin, the NBA championships. Not to mention the Harlem Globe Otter. Yes, yes. we'll get to the Harlem the Globe Otter. <laughs> Yes, but there are otter things in the news. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> let's check into the world of politics and check in with Bob Catter. I go into McDonald's <laughs> and there's six young lads there, I call them lads, eh? And I'm friendly sort of bloke. I go over and say, hello, my name's Bob Catter. What's your name? And this bloke said, my name, my name is F-U-C-K. <laughs> <laughs> Feature a stand up routine. Yes. But anyway, the great Northern Australian spelling bee is coming soon. It's yeah. well, well worth a lot. Bob's speech then took a dark turn. All of my life, if some cheeky little nunboy was completely out of control, said to me that, I'd smack him in the mouth. And if you think I am promoting violence, no. Okay. He's not promoting violence. He's perpetrating violence. No. I didn't know parental guidance had moved to Sky News, by the way. That is unbelievable. Still, though, what an event and what a reception. I just want to thank everybody that took the time not only to support the rally this morning, but those that have put this rally together. This is important. Wow. Wow. A lying ovation. Unbelievable. <laughs> Big week in the world of politics, Mel. So let's see what's happening in the Senate. Fuck off. OK. <laughs> maybe, maybe we won't. She was asked to explain her immigration policy. In oh, Canada. really? Is that right? So that is Australian politics. Well, what's happening in Kiwi politics? It's really important that the Prime Minister has trust in his ministers because in the end, uh, the, the ministers serve at the pleasure of the Prime Minister. And actually, of late, the Prime Minister has not been placed in a pleasurable position, uh, certainly by Michael. F-U-C-K. No, 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 no. Look, the big issue around the world continues to be the cost of living crisis. Power prices are soaring and raising eyebrows. Live to Lucy McLeod in Sydney. Lucy, they're set to go even higher, unfortunately. Oh, looks like we've lost Lucy. Come back to you, Nat. Actually, let's go to Mum. Turbo's face. Yes. <laughs> anyway, great work, Lisa. Not your fault at all. Grocery prices, though, they're soaring across the country. So let's speak to a grocery expert. If there are stacks and stacks of bananas on the shelves, the bananas are cheap. Mm -hmm. If there aren't many bananas, the bananas are dear. <laughs> the cost of living crisis isn't just hitting home. Yes, it's been a big talking point this week on Indian TV. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Now it's time for your favourite section, the nation's sharpest opinion. We use this opportunity to do some plain speaking. And when we say plain speaking... <laughs> plain speaking... <laughs> Join the conversation. What I, what I love about that is, if we can go back to that, there's one panellist on Zoom who can't get in. 
Their Zoom broke, they can't talk. But they managed to log back on and jump in. If there are stacks and stacks of bananas. Great to hear from them. Let's move on now and let's head to the UK where this week it's all about one man. Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, the albino gorilla himself. That's the last one. He loves stacks and stacks of bananas. Yes. Yes, Boris Johnson was found to have misled Parliament. It all came out this week in a damning report. This is the report, all 106 pages of it. Not the only reporter who printed it. The Partygate report <laughs> is out. We printed it. You just need to staple it. That's yes. the final part. Not the only big topic on Jeremy Vine that morning. And then also, should we stop putting hunks in trunks? Good morning. <laughs> hey, Jeremy Vine. Partygate. Hunks in trunks. Yes. <laughs> it's been a big week. So what was in the Boris Johnson report? Just down here, and I can tell you that basically they say he had knowledge and he had knowledge of the breaches, so right there. It's like a very boring game of Twister. Yes. <laughs> Right-hand knowledge of breaches. <laughs> Look, it's been big news in the UK. Boris Johnson, the Partygate report, there's a lot to unpack. So Sky News brought in a parliamentary expert. Government again in crisis. You've seen yeah. the news about Boris yeah. Johnson. He lied to Parliament. Ross Stewart. <laughs> it's just lip-licking information. Yeah. And... <laughs> Rod Stewart add to the debate. Um, what did you think of my jacket and shirt? Do they <laughs> <like that>? No. <laughs> it wasn't just one Partygate report, though. We're just starting to go through this second document, and I've just got time to bring you one thing yeah, from please. it. We're going to go uh, for those uh, with it enjoying it. On page nine, let's have a look at this. No, I don't think we've got time. We'll move on. Here he is. The big Boris news made headlines. The Times XPM was not told he had obeyed COVID rules. The Independent. Boris, I didn't ask PM to bend on his rules. He's talking rubbish. And the Daily Star, UFO crash hushed up <laughs> by the Pope. <laughs> E.T. phone Rome. No. <laughs> there we go. The, the Pope didn't hush up the UFO attack. He just moved the aliens to another parish. That's what, uh, <laughs> that's what he did. Um, so, reaction to Boris Johnson's news, it has been mixed. Some people love him. Some people hate him. Some people look like him. I think he did an absolutely <laughs> fantastic job with COVID. And I don't think anybody else could have done any better. Moving on to the other big story in the UK. Let's bring on some catwalk music for Ross. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know this was a big debate. Should we stop putting trunks in... Trunks and hugs. Yeah, stop. <laughs> Don't put trunks in hugs. Yeah. <laughs> no. I like how you say you didn't know. You submitted all of these clips. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I was just Googling. Oh, <laughs> well, the, the hugs in trunks, it's a big debate if your search history is anything to go by. <laughs> um, now, the other big story in the UK was the Trooping the Colour Parade. King Charles led the procession on horseback. The King was on horseback, a rather friskier mount than he might have wished. <laughs> Talk about Charles getting frisky with a horse. Yes. A little too on the nose. Yes. <laughs> Look, the trip in the colour, it's, it's an amazing, amazing procession. It featured a very special flyover. Fighter jets pulling off a surprise overhead, spelling out the King's cipher. CR. Look, missing a few planes, it was supposed to spell. Cremations only, available for you 24 7. Cremationsonly.com.au. It's such a special event and the crowds loved it. Thousands attending to wish the King a happy 
birthday. Seeing it from the crowd's perspective was just amazing. Such a lovely celebration. What other perspective are you going to see it from? <laughs> You're not up on the balcony. <laughs> Usually piloting the plane. Yes. Tributes to King Charles came from world leaders far and wide, but I think Joe Biden summed it up best. All right. God save the Queen, man. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I think Queen Man is his version of King, by the way. <laughs> We've got to take a break. Back with more in the cheap seats right after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the cheap seats. To an unfolding drug bust in Melbourne. Police carrying out raids and warrants right across Melbourne. They say this huge haul has prevented 19 million deals being carried out on the streets. I have a live report for you next. Plus, <laughs> that. Look, some people, they get their buzz in other ways. A chicken burger so hot you'll need to wear PPE. Wow. Mm -hmm. a, P a PPE burger, the fillet of Pfizer. Um, <laughs> it is a great, great burger. The owner is really selling it. This is the Nashville death wish. I would say we're looking at probably about 2% of people that actually eat the whole thing and every single one of them regrets it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> But I enjoyed the reporter, Cam Inglis from Nine News Queensland, putting his body on the line for the story. Hotter than some police-issued pepper spray, so it's definitely not for the faint-hearted. It's not an instant heat, but quickly your mouth feels like it's being held next to the fire. It's a really bad, bad idea. A real test of mind over matter. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> people to eat it at each store will receive a key ring. Whether it's worth the hurt is up to you. Cam Inglis, Nine News. The key ring not, not making it worth ruining your other ring. Yes. <laughs> now to just smoothly segue into our next part well, of the show. Here's a food that won't ruin your ring. <laughs> the iconic Subway footlong sub. <laughs> Even from where we're sitting, the Subway Foot Long Sub, it is so big, it's popping up on other shows. Coming up, the TV <laughs> Weekly Awards are back. Tristan is there to meet the nominees. The Subway Foot Long Sub, it is huge. Speaking of huge, big week this week. The Logie nominations, as Angela Bishop was announcing, came out yesterday. And a big congratulations to all the network 10 Logie nominees, including Gogglebox, have you been paying attention? Taskmaster, Hunted, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. The Cheap Seats. Yay! after Taskmaster. Yes, that great show. <laughs> that is right. The Cheap Seats is nominated for a Logie. Good Most Outstanding Entertainment Program. Yes, so last year we were up for Most Popular Comedy Program. This year it's Most Outstanding Entertainment. So officially we're no longer popular or funny. Yes. But... <laughs> sure. It's a great honour nonetheless and uh, you don't even have to vote for us because... You can't. It's, <laughs> it's not in the popular category. It is in the outstanding category. Um, so it's judged by TV Week, um, which is a wonderful we publication. Love TV Week. <laughs> what were you saying about TV I Week? I was saying TV Week. I just feel like a week isn't often enough. I yes. want TV Day. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Every single day. Love that magazine. It is exactly. The Logies coming up. They are going to be great. Sam Pang's hosting. Uh, if Woo. we. <laughs> Settle down, Sam. <laughs> Sam Pang is hosting it. He's going to be great. If, if we don't win, though, I might Will Smith him, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um... 
And if you think we're promoting violence, we're no. not. It's all fine. Moving on, and why don't we take a trip across the ditch where I crossed the Tasman Sea in search of brilliant news in New Zealand. And the silver Logie for, <laughs> for overacting goes to... No, this is perfect. Great timing across the ditch. It's neither popular or funny, so let's, let's get on with it. What's making news in New Zealand? Look, it's very serious. There's nothing worse than straining desperately while sitting on the toilet. No. <laughs> Well, straining desperately to fill the news. <laughs> they are. Is, are we talk this is this is big news in New Zealand. It is. We're learning learning basic <laughs> toilet skills, <laughs> and they're getting to the bottom of the story. If you're looking for a smooth passage oh. when you poo, research says squatting is actually the way to go. Don't oh, don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't eat the poo metaphor. Don't shit in the street. This is just <laughs> basic rules. I just want to remind you, we're up for a most outstanding logan <laughs> and we're doing poo talk. Look, there are options out there. But footstools like this can help you get in the right position. But what if you need to do a number two at work and don't happen to carry a special stool around with you everywhere you go? <laughs> One of those to just get on the toilet. Oh, <laughs> Interesting, she's carrying two stools around when you think about it. Um, again, again, no laughter, just entertaining. Not funny. Okay, moving on from poo. Please. Uh, there's also other big news in New Zealand. The biggest meth seizure ever at New Zealand's border. These 713 kilos of meth came from Canada, hidden in maple syrup. What makes those pancakes so Moorish? Yes. <laughs> and that was... <laughs> across the ditch! Okay, I'm coming back. <laughs> Well, moving on, and let's head to Italy. Mourners have gathered in Milan for the state funeral of former Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi. Sadly, there were some absentees. Vladimir Putin, a close friend, would have probably come, but for the small matter of his international criminal court, arrest one. Yeah, this is an easy excuse to make. Same reason I didn't go to Sarah's baby shower. Yes. <laughs> So former PM Silvio Berlusconi, he has sadly passed and leaves a lasting legacy on Italian politics. An interesting choice of words from the BBC. Exactly as you were saying. I mean, he's straddled Italian politics for, for decades. Well, some of the ministers at least. Um, <laughs> well, for more on the moving memorial, let's cross live to Milan, where our very own Italian correspondent is standing by. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Santo Cilaro! <laughs> Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Tim. Uh, it's great to be here, even though it is a very sad occasion. It is a very sad yes, occasion. Very sad. Very what, solemn. What's the mood like there in Milan? Uh, one of general sadness, Mel. Uh, the people I've come across in this area uh, are looking very flat. They're very, they're very sad. Uh, m mind you, most of them have just been ripped off by their taxi drivers. Oh, is that right? <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Interesting, interesting detail. <laughs> of course, Mr. Berlusconi Santo, he was a flamboyant character, a bit of a pants man, loved his bunga bunga parties. <laughs> but the state funeral at the Duomo, it was a solemn affair. It was indeed, Tim. It was a uh, sombre, solemn affair. Mm. In fact, even the cathedral's door bitch uh, wore a long skirt. It was actually six inches above the knee. Is that right? <laughs> Is that right? That's, that's really beautiful. What a lovely touch. I hear the whole thing was quite long. 
Oh yes, it was very long. In fact, it was about uh, just short of four hours. Um, most of the guests were over the age of 70, so there wasn't a dry underpant in the house. <laughs> Under understandably so. Let's get to the service. Do we know who sang? Well, as you would expect, giants of the Italian music scene. Mm. Uh, we were kicked off with uh, Andrea Bocelli singing Nessun Dorma, and we ended with Joe Dolce's Shut Up Your Face. Oh, love that. <laughs> beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And we hear the pallbearers were specifically chosen by Silvio. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, they were. Uh, and, and I'm not sure exactly who they were, but as they carried the casket out, a uh, beautiful moment just watching mourners slip 20 euro notes down each of their G-strings. Lovely. <laughs> it's really moving. Lovely, lovely moment. Must, must have been quite emotional. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was going to say touching, but that was strictly not permitted. Oh, right. Oh, right. There you go. There you go. Well, Santo, thank you so much for bringing us up to speed. Thank you, Mel. Thank you, Tim. Grazie a tutti voi. Grazie a tutti gli spettatori. Buon divertimento. What does that mean? It means I usually get paid in cash. All right, we will sort, we will sort that out. Yeah. Well, yes. I, I, I think we're just about to lose the satellite, <laughs> which means we've got to take a break. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please thank our Italian correspondent, Santo Gelaro! Weekly hit of arts and entertainment. Would you please welcome to the desk our very own cultural correspondent from Nova FM? It's Mel Tresina. <laughs> Lovely to see you, Mel. Lovely to see you. Well, over the last few weeks, I've covered Love Island and F Boy Island, yes. and we've now been blessed with another show set on an island. Christmas Island. It's an interesting. <laughs> <name>. <laughs> it's interesting. Seven's Million Dollar Island. Yes. So let me introduce you to my brand new segment. What? Mel. Million Dollar F Boy Love Island. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. A lot of copyright issues on there, so don't let the legal team see. <laughs> now, Million Dollar Island sees money hungry contestants compete for cash in a savage game of survival, so no different to Love Island. <laughs> but something tells me that this contestant packed for the wrong show. Oh, sugar, this is like, this is full on, this is real. Wait, wait, wait. Everyone just wait. But, uh, I must say to you, it's very hard to run in a strapless bra and wet pants. <laughs> Chafe Island, we've all been there. Yes. <laughs> yes. When contestants have to scramble for supplies, leaders start to emerge to try to control the chaos. Everyone just wait. You don't listen to them. It's a real estate agent. One bet on a T-shirt. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's an F-boy. He's on the wrong island. <laughs> he's going to get... He actually listed it as $2 million island. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the show is also a strategy game, forcing players to use their heads. Luke and Adrian are out of the jungle with their coconuts. Oh. <laughs> Running with your coconuts and a strapless bra. Yes. <laughs> yes. Really All right, let's go to our second stop on our island tour, Love Island UK, yes. <laughs> where the islanders not only finding love but also learning new words. No, it's just coming in, it's just so like you're meeting the girls as well, like that's a big thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like. I mean, the girls feel... are territorial. What does that mean? I'm not very good with big words, so. No, not even. <laughs> Big words like territorial and girls. Yes. Yeah. So what other big words do the islanders not know? Not nothing. Good. good. Mm -hmm. yeah. We've been talking simultaneously and that's crazy. Simultaneously? Was that, was that even me? 
concussion island. <laughs> Islander George knows who he is and where his skill set lies. Are you smart? No. Well, <laughs> thing is, if you said what's the root of um, square two, then I would literally not have a clue. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm smart in my own way. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I'm smart in the sense of, like, I know how to cross the road when there's no cars coming. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's different levels of smart. Himself slightly above a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he was meant to go on parental guidance. He got the wrong show. <laughs> and as expected on Love Island, there is drama and broken hearts. People's feelings are really hurt. Mm -hmm. Catherine was nearly crying. Mitch is upset. Like, oh my god, like. But anyway, I really liked my outfit tonight. <laughs> That's Jess, and I don't know what she thinks goes on in those shared beds. Sorry, someone's pissed in the bed. <laughs> Sounds like someone was being territorial. <laughs> um, now, unfortunately for this segment, I actually don't have anything from the latest episode of F-Boy Island. <laughs> I spent too much time on the graphics. Sorry, that one. <laughs> Million dollar F Boy Love Island. Also, Mel, thanks for dressing nautical for, for it. I appreciate that. <laughs> 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 Parental guidance continues. Hello, TV work. <laughs> Just ignore that last two minutes. Parental guidance continues on nine. Last week we saw one of the parents admit they encourage their kids to punch other kids. And again, this week I'm questioning the kids' safety on the show. You want to give them a sense of responsibility so they feel like they've accomplished something, yeah. but in the exact same breath, you just want to punch them in the face. It's actually a good example of simultaneously. Oh, is it? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I, I was watching Parental Guidance, and I think, I think one Queensland parent took it a step too far. I'd smack him in the head! <laughs> He's nice. <laughs> uh, we saw parents tested on their ability to get their kids to eat healthy foods. But I will eat this. Okay. I'm happy for you to try that. The mushroom. I don't think I like this. You don't like the mushroom? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <gasps> You're supposed to microdose. <laughs> <laughs> Now to MasterChef, where Chef Luke Nguyen got the contestants to guess his secret dish using their senses. We have a very special and unique ingredient. Very gelatinous. Mm. And it melts. It's melting in your mouth? Melting away, like, don't even need teeth. So what you're having is a very ancient delicacy. It is bull's penis. Oh. <laughs> so that's what happened to the cash cow. <laughs> Again, important to microdose. Um. <laughs> the contestant then took up the challenge to cook with this special ingredient. But there's a fine line between giving feedback and a potential HR complaint. How goes this? I think it goes okay. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Smelling good, yeah. Thea. Smells Thanks. divine. Yeah, so and look at your penis. Don't. <laughs> 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 Cooking. <laughs> 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 see how he's whipping his meringue. <laughs> so, what did the viewers think of the dishes? 
And that's my week in arts and entertainment. Before we go, you might remember on last week's show, you spoke about a show called Stars on Mars. Uh, so some of the other notable celebrities whose names I do know, um, Ariel Winter from Modern Family, uh, Rhonda, the wrestler Rhonda Birchmore. Oh. <laughs> the wrestler Rhonda Birchmore. <laughs> Will be an amazing wrestler. Wouldn't Can she? you imagine the roundhouse kicks? Yes. What? She could do it from the other room. The, the leggy roundhouse kicks. I'm trying to join in, but I don't know who Rhonda oh. is. So you think Rhonda Birchmore's a wrestler? You have no idea who she is. <laughs> this week, we received a very special message. Hi, Mel. It's Rhonda Birchmore here. Um, I was watching your program last week and. You didn't know who I was. I am Rhonda Birchmore. Thank goodness Tim knows who I am. He knows my smile. He knows my nails. No, it's not Rhonda Rousey. It's Rhonda Birchmore. And Mel, I'm struggling to know who you are. I don't know which Mel she's having a go at, but... Um... So I like how she had to do it in front of a mirror, just be like, I want you to see my whole head. Yes. <laughs> and if you do say Rhonda Birchmore three times in a mirror, she yeah. does appear. Yes, she does. <laughs> just be careful. Just it, all, be careful. it almost sounded like she was actually trying to do a wrestling match, like Bracewell versus Birchmore. Yes. Oh. Yes. Why are we glossing over the fact that she implied that you two had relations? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> just because I subscribe to her OnlyFans, it doesn't mean... <laughs> big thank you to Rhonda Birchmore, and ladies and gentlemen, a big thank you to Mel Tresina! <laughs>
Episode 116. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. go. You can break the scoring drought yet, guys. We will get there. We will get there. Um, Also this week, guys, though, it is my Christmas because it is state of origin. Queensland's heading into game two up against New South Wales. Big origin fans. Tomorrow tomorrow night, um, Queensland could... Crack those NRL nuts. No. (laughs) (laughs) Big game two tomorrow night. Queensland could steal the series. Yes, but there could be a secret plan in action to stop Queensland's best players. They just have to do this. Issues getting to Brookvale for Cam Smith and Jonathan Thurston. Boys, you're stuck in traffic. You're lost in the car. How good will it be when you get there? It's going to be outstanding, mate. Uh, the Dolphins <laughs> taking on the Manly Seagulls. Both are looking for some wins, uh, especially the Dolphins, but uh, you'll see it all here on Channel 9 and not in the back of the taxi. <laughs> They look like they're in a hostage video there. Yes. But those are two of Queensland's all-time greats. They've got a million series wins between them. And once they get to that game, they'll, they're, they're going to win. They're going to add A more. million series wins and ten DoorDash deliveries. So it's a, lovely, <laughs> it's a lovely touch. We love Origin here. I love the passion, though, of the Queensland fans. Nothing screams Queensland. Queensland! <laughs> like people screaming Queensland. <laughs> I I love the passion of the New South Wales fans. As does loyal blue Lydia Prater. From the minute I was conceived, you know, New South Wales... (laughs) She's got a good memory. (laughs) She's been been a fan since the minute she was conceived. She's present. She's present, you know, which is good. It is true. Her her dad had blue balls, apparently, so... (laughs) uh, to get do the maths. She's been, she's been a Blues maths. fan all the way through. <laughs> well done. Now, we are going to move on, so we can't just talk about rugby league the entire night. Um, over in the US, yes. big news. The Denver Nuggets won the NBA championship. The win was down to their star player, Nikola Jokic, who was ready to party after it. Yeah, now you are an NBA champion, Nikola. How does that feel? It's good. It's good. When the job is done, we can go home now. <laughs> you can go home. Not much of an after party. No, no. Well, funny you say that, Tim, because there were many plans, of yes. course, over there, because it's a huge deal, the NBA Championship, massive deal. So it was actually non-stop celebrations for Jokic and the Nuggets. And if you're looking forward to a parade coming up in Denver. Minutes parade. Minutes <laughs> <laughs> parade. Thursday. No. He's got to go home. I know. What's happening at home? Is he toasting pine nuts or what? Why does he need to get home? I think so, and it's a shame because Jonathan Thurston was actually there trying to get to that parade. Oh, he was. Was trying, exactly to, trying, trying to get there so they could cover it for us. Um, the Ashes test, yes. the first test is underway in Birmingham as well, Australia up against England. And there's been so many amazing moments. David Warner was batting. Um, this is one of them. As commentator Michael Atherton did say, he was looking in good touch. Mm. For Australia, Warner is in there battling and uh, looking good so far along with Kawaja. Here's Broad. He looks good. Yeah. He, he looks really good. He, he had to get home, so <laughs> yeah. well, well done, Warner. Busy, busy. Yeah, um, yeah. One man who is doing incredibly well, though, for Australia is Usman Khawaja. Yes. His golden run has continued. He scored a century on the pitch, but it was his daughter who stole the show off it. It's hard to pick up these nuances when you're watching from the sideline, but I'm, yeah, my brain's always ticking while I'm out there. Always. Unless I'm off strike, maybe I switch off then for a little bit, but... <laughs> Majority, stop swiping through the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. You can do it, you can do it, that's fine. Switched off looking after his child uh, in that press conference right there. Smidging his own child. I know. <laughs> yes. But she could have been on to something because you've got to watch those cricket commentators. It's more than one way to skin a cat. Mm. Have you ever skinned a cat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> 
He's definitely scared the cat. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and forget the Ashes, guys. Forget the NBA championship. Let's talk our actual favourite sport, which is cubing. What? Speed cubing. You know the Rubik's Cubes? It seems like Tim's kind of sport. It does. Wow. It does. It seems like, actually, it really does. You can do it alone. <laughs> You've got Ron the Birch on in the background. <laughs> You're just fiddling, fiddling away. Um, fiddling. 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 There we go. But the Speed Cubing World Championships, they yeah. were held this week. They were, and the world record was broken by a 21-year-old. Is it a bit old to be doing Speed Cubing? Don't know. But anyway, he was Speed Cubing. <laughs> Max Park just, this just weekend. Quietly, wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't have thought so. And if you thought the energy and atmosphere at Origin was electric, yes. guys, wait till, you, wait till you see this. Yes. So fast. Wow. Yeah. You've got to calm yourselves down because look, everyone back. No, Security. Get back. Get back. Get back. Get back. This man here. Get back. Get back. Remain calm. Remain Hands off the cube. That's something you've said before, Tim. I think yes. I know it. I know it. Hands off the cube. Um, settle down. Remain calm. And of course, we actually have an exclusive here on the Cheap Seat. Bring you a bit of project to here with this exclusive. Um, well, Max well, Park. You've got an exclusive. In, well, sorry. yeah, on how he's going to celebrate his, yeah, right. his achievement. Great. Yeah. I need to go home. Yeah. Okay, great. We've, we've got to take a break. Would you please thank Georgie Tully? Yeah. Welcome back to the Cheap Seat. It's time for our very special guest, currently appearing as the co-host of the Great Australian Bake Off. On your marks. Bake! No. <laughs> no. Sorry, I got excited. Would you please welcome the actor, comedian and internationally renowned YouTuber, co-host of the Great Australian Bake Off, it's Natalie Tran. Thanks so much for joining us, Natalie. We really appreciate it. Congrats on the Great Australian Bake Off. Thank You're one of the new co-hosts. Yeah. How's that experience been? It's been wonderful. Um, they changed the whole cast. Mm. So this is a season with a new cast. I really wanted to be one of the faces when you change a beloved show and upset the audience. <laughs> yeah. yes. I really wanted to yes. feel that. I get, you know, that makes me stronger, that kind of energy. Yes. So, <laughs> I was like, sign me up for that. Yeah. Anyway, our new Titus O'Reilly is... Um. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Australian Bake Off, it is a great show. It returned to our screens last uh, Tuesday. 8.30pm, mm -hmm. I believe? Yes. Eight. Is this 8.30pm? As... i got to go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I meant to be on an 8.00pm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, we, we are advertising a direct competitor. Well. What's upsetting is it means either your people or my people don't think very highly of the other. Yes. Who? <laughs> 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 no, it's, it is a great show, and sincerely, Natalie, I, we say this from the bottom of our hearts, don't watch it. <laughs> don't click do over. Do not that. change the channel. Watch it, watch it later. Yeah. I can't because I'm watching my own show, so I can't even watch your show. This is terrible. This is terrible news. Well, no need to flick over because, Natalie, you're here now, and we are going to talk about the great... <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's got a ball and chain. <laughs> so you're one of the new co-hosts with Cal Wilson, obviously yes. the very funny um, Cal Wilson. We've got a clip of you in action. Once upon a time in a shed far away when story cakes were being baked... No, that's too much. Just... One hour to go! Yeah. <laughs> Cut through the chase. It's a very, it's a very wholesome show. It's like... It's unusual in the, quote, reality TV space to have people doing wholesome baking and not, you know, trying to have sex with each other. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, we do that as okay, well. Yeah. We do that as well. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Do you use as much bull penis as Master <laughs> uses? Or, um... No, it's very wholesome. It was actually 
I should not know if I should say this. It was really hard to be that nice because everyone is because <laughs> everyone is so nice on the show. Have you yeah. you know Cal? She's yeah. so nice. Incredibly lovely. Very yep. hard because she's so nice and she's just nice. And I'm like, oh, you're, we're just gonna be nice, okay? <laughs> like, so you're the mean judge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bad person inside my own, so it's quite difficult to just oh, be. Oh, that carrot cake! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you made. Boo! Like it's really difficult. No, it's a very happy show, and we all sounded like we were in a cult. And at the end, we did because it's just the nicest. You sit and you're in a shed and dogs run past and people are baking cakes and there's bunting. And then at the end of the show, everyone swapped presents. Oh, it was so nice. Cal gave me a bag of presents and every single present referenced a conversation we'd had. Oh, really? Because <laughs> really Mel did that with me and I just got a bag full of restraining orders. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, by the way. That was lovely. Unwrapped. <laughs> what could it be? What, what is your relationship to baking? Are you a baker yourself? Um, I enjoy eating baked goods. Mm. Yeah. I enjoy looking at baked goods. Yes. And, um, yes. Well, you also, <laughs> you also appear to enjoy looking at contestants. I'm really hoping that it'll complement the flavours of the rose and lemon cake. There's a fine line between co-host and stalker, isn't there? <laughs> that's, that's what I say every day. Yes. Yeah. They sent me a letter afterwards and it was also just filled with restraining orders. Right, yeah. Very strange. Um, now, not just two new co-hosts this year, two new judges. Could be a trouble cutting through that. That's a problem. OK. Yeah. It's always best to put something on a cake that you can eat. Yes. It's... And these are the experts. Yeah. <laughs> but you know when you get a cake and then every you do is that edible like the candles and stuff? I think that's a legitimate. <laughs> I think that's a legitimate. That's a legitimate piece of advice. Yeah. You yeah. said you're going and eating the candles, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. How do you think I landed this job? Yeah. The Bake Off is fantastic, but you actually started out as a very famous YouTuber. Can I confess? I have been a big. This is actually quite a crazy moment for me because I have been a big fan for a long time. Really? Yeah. I used to watch a video all the time. Like oh, every time you had a new one, me and my friend would send them to each other. Yeah. We're quite obsessed. Um, I, did, I did the same bit with Rhonda Birchmore videos. <laughs> <laughs> Love watching them. We, we have a similar one that's sort of baking related. Oh no, like that's too much. That's too much. You couldn't eat that much cake. Just a smaller amount. Okay. No, smaller. Less, less. A little bit less. A little bit less. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Love, love those videos. Did that come in handy on the Great Australian Bake Off? <laughs> they didn't let me anywhere near the, the finished goods. Oh, good idea. Yeah, I, only got, good idea. I only got scraps, yeah. like you, I deserve. Just so. got a bag of candles in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Great Australian Bake Off, it is Tuesdays at 8.30pm. Don't, don't, no need to watch it. No, 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 no. <laughs> it is on Foxtel. You can catch up on Binge, ladies and gentlemen. Would you please thank Natalie Tran? <laughs>
Yeah, we, might, we might come back. Yeah. Those ABC budget cuts, yeah. they've been too hard. The cameras are trying to leave. <laughs> well, staying with the weather and one of our favourites, weatherman Livio Regano this week was live at the Sunshine Coast show. So that's all the weather for this evening, folks. If you're umming and ahhing about coming to the show tonight, I'll try to talk you into it. Things are pretty good out there. I can't guarantee you'll have a brilliant time. <laughs> what a ringing endorsement. <laughs> Just quietly, if you do want to join the Cheap Seats audience, the details are there on your screen. We can't guarantee you'll have a brilliant time. But please come and join us. In the meantime, it's time to award our... This is where we honour a reporter going above and beyond. Mm. And this week, the honour goes to Josh Duggan from 7 News Tasmania. We cross now to our reporter, Josh Duggan, who's at Dark Park. Good evening, Josh. What's the atmosphere like down there tonight? Louise, it's very busy down here with literally thousands of people coming to watch their fears go up in flames. Great. Wow. Tasmania for a good old-fashioned book burning. Yes. Uh, our Armageddon correspondent, Josh yes. Duggan. Um, what's, what's the event all about? Anyone that, that has come to Dark Mofo over the last couple of weeks has had the chance to write their fears down on a piece of paper and pop it inside a platypus. Uh <laughs> <laughs> write their fears down and put it inside a platypus. Mm. Now, we have a little ritual here on the cheap seats that we do every week. <laughs> we get a platypus <laughs> and we tell it our greatest fears. Mel, yeah. have, you, have you got a fear for the fear platypus? <laughs> Please don't make me lose the Logie again. No. <laughs> I didn't know you could hear that. Uh, and I'm uh, scared of commitment. So <laughs> it's, it's in the platypus. It's in the platypus. Um, Set it alight. I'm, I'm also scared that we've jumped the platypus. Um, in this What's that? NCIS reruns are starting soon and we've got to move on. OK, thank you, Platypus. Let's go back to Josh Duggan at Dark Mofo and, look, I admire his bravery. Good news is anyone that popped a fear in there doesn't have to worry about it anymore, so I'm hoping I'll be slightly less afraid of the dark from now on. <laughs> so they sent him to Dark Park. <laughs> he is terrified. Well, for facing his biggest fear, Josh Duggan gets our... <laughs> ..reporter... And my favourite change of pace this mm. week was on the morning show with the Segway. Would you consider using a male escort to help save your marriage? We are live with the man known simply as Mr Jake. Uh, Why well, he says so many women are turning to him for some good honest help. <laughs> Have lots of ideas on how to stay healthy, feel energetic and make the most of every day. Yes, by calling Mr Jake. No. Yeah. <laughs> That means it must be time for what's on what's on in the warehouse. You're going to enjoy this. Yeah. This is where we look back at what's been happening on Chemist Warehouse, and there's products for everyone. You can always tell if a pair of hands is hard working. Of course, they're usually very dry, cracked tough and calloused, even with split or cracked fingers. Okay, I think you're thinking of zombies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly worried about Brody. Addition of amino foam enhances the brushing experience, making it foamy and enjoyable. Sounds like a spa in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I think you're thinking of rabies. Yes. <laughs> I'm worried about Brody. <laughs> 
and that was... <laughs> Wasson in the warehouse. And on that note, we're done. We'll see you next week right here in the cheap seat. <laughs>